asked about uh, the use of streaming video in classroom settings in terms of the accessibility of that material to students. And I wanted to speak to some ideas that you might be able to use to improve uh, the accessibility of students to this sort of content and uh, allow yourself um, the tremendous gift that is available in streaming media uh, for teaching so many wonderful things. Um, so in the streaming video content area, I would approach it this way in a classroom setting. I would um, first of all, always give options. So, um, you know, to meet the standards we're working on for this uh, unit of study, you may engage in one of the five different ways of um, learning about the content. And then I would link, you know, you could link um, streamable content from different streaming services. So if the family has Netflix, they can watch something on Netflix. If they have Hulu, they can watch something on Hulu, uh, etc. Or, um, and make some of the um, streaming content available from YouTube with a caveat that you make sure the parents know how to um, set it up so it's, you know, child safe for certain age groups and whatnot. And then have some of the options that are available be reading instead of watching because kids, we all spend too much time in front of our devices anyway. But since we're spending time in front of our devices, why not make it um, academically useful in terms of building our background knowledge and skills? Um, Some other ideas would be that at the beginning of the year, you could say, to parents that you were um, intending to um, do assign some materials that students could do, um, you know, after school as homework or um, in the in the classroom with you if they don't have a service and ask for donations. So, um, you know, you might be in a community where no one can afford to give you donations, but um, using various tools available for teachers to seek donations. It's the kind of thing or um, your parent-teacher council might have resources um, that you could make um, be made available to you. And then in that case, you know, if you're going to assign a bunch of things from a server, you could, or I guess it doesn't really matter, you could sign up for month-long access to different programs um, at school and that you could use to show, um, let students watch things during school or after school or before school with you. Um, and you can also teach them this, the um, skill of signing up for stuff for free. But better than all of these is um, to have parents or students, depending on their age, fill out a survey um, if they're willing to, to share which streaming services they subscribe to. And then um, when you assign something that still has choices um, for the families that have made that information available to other students in the class, they could find out who has the service that they need for that particular 
um, options and then get together at a house and watch them together. Um, if that's the kind of thing that can happen in your community. And, um, you know, that, that the concept of kind of the little free library is like if you have one, you know, if you can distribute the access across multiple platforms um, within your student body, then you have access to just such a world of amazing content um, that's useful, I would say, for I don't know. I suppose they're K2 stuff. I'm not I'm not great at that K2 level, but at third grade and up, there's um, so much that can be learned in documentaries and um, targeted shows about fields like gardening and science and art and music and all of those sorts of things. So I would encourage you not to shy away from using streamable streaming services out of the fear that one of your students might not have access to that. Instead, be proactive, make it, um, always make it um, uh, normal, normalize the idea of not having access. So you say, you know, I subscribe to one streaming service at a time when I can afford to do so. Probably a lot of your families are the same and some of your families might have really good values and um, not have any streaming in the house and try to keep you away from your devices, which is wonderful. And um, I've, I know m- many families that do that, and it's really beneficial if you don't have screen time. So um, don't feel, you know, it's just, that's just the difference between families. We all make different choices about things like that and have different resources. And Anyway, I'm assigning these things as options for you. You might reach out to your family group if you don't have a streaming service. Maybe your grandmother does. Um, Maybe your auntie does. Maybe your um, older brother who's in college does. You know, make it a family plan if, if that's fun for you. And if it isn't fun for you, there will always be options that you can do that don't require access to a streaming service or internet at home and all those things. And I would love to help you be creative and we can watch things after school. Um, If it turns out that there's some people who would find it fun to do it that way. So just let me know what works for you and what questions you have, if any. I hope that's helpful and encourage you yourself to get out there and watch some documentaries.